This podcast is powered by The Plug. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you or your company are looking to jump into the podcast world, now is the time. The Plug Agency is here to connect you to the full power of podcasting. You just record and leave the rest to us. The people are listening and want to hear from you. Theplug-agency.com. That's theplug-agency.com. Click the link in the episode description for an exclusive offer. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever it finds you. Welcome to the first episode of It's About Us, Living Your Life on Purpose with Tanya. Please enjoy and engage. First, I want to welcome my guests today. We have <laughs> we have Amandre Face Evans. You want to say hello to the people? Good morning, everybody. Happy Saturday. Happy Sabbath, wherever you are, whoever you are. And we have Dominique Evans. Hello, hello, everybody. So we want to welcome you to our first episode. We're going to be talking today about bridging and kind of reconnecting, bridging the gap between the elders, if you will, and the young people. Um, There's definitely a gap, right? There's a is a huge breach, and I just don't know where to start to help to bridge that gap. So we're going to be talking about relationships as it relates to um, whether that's spiritually, mentally, emotionally, um, intimate relationships as well as casual relationships, um, and to hear from the younger generation, hear from the young people, like, where do we as the elders fail or where do we drop the ball and are you guys actually teachable? So I guess I'll start with a question for you guys. And the first question, do you, either of you, um, <clears throat> believe that you guys are teachable? I absolutely would say yes. Well, for the most part, for the most part. I think there is there's definitely a disconnect between us and the older people. In our culture. Don't know why. Don't know what caused the gap. 
But there definitely is one. But to say we're all teachable, actually, I would say no. Mm-hmm. If I'm being completely honest. Mm-hmm. See, and then the thing is, I think that they're not even just this this generation and the um, the older generation. I think there always has been a disconnect just over time of like the younger generation being like, nah, the the old heads are not out of this, the guy out of that. Yeah, it's, it's I always think it's a big trust thing. Been a thing. Yeah. Well, see, when I was growing up, so I am the elder, and there's even a, a age bracket between you guys, right? Because you're your generation... We're both millennials. Oh, so y'all millennials? Yeah. Okay. There's even a huge gap between those generations, the millennials and the X's and the Z's, even. How old do you face? 30. Face your 30, and how old are you, Dominique? I turned 25 in December. So we're looking at five, six-year difference. And even with that short of time, there's still quite the difference right Mm -hmm. because what are girls like or young ladies like in your generation dominique in your age group i say the women in my generation they're more independent in a sense of i don't need a man type deal and like so say i want to take a girl on a date right if i tell her hey let's go to this coffee shop at to say one o'clock, right? She'll say, eh, no, my time is worth more than a cup of coffee. Wow. That's the type of stuff that the men in this generation have to have to deal with. Wow. Yeah, it's nonsense. Wow. I think my next show, I'm going to get some young ladies in here to, to talk about that. Uh, a young man, you meet a young man, you guys meet, you guys talk, and you say, hey, I, you know, I'd like to take you out for a cup of coffee or take you to Starbucks or whatever, you know, or Frappe or whatever you guys do. Mm-hmm. And her response is her time is worth more than a cup of coffee. Wow. I don't have anybody here to speak to that, but I tell you, listeners, please, I want you guys, we're going to have a, a space where you guys can tune in and tell us what you think. But that is like crazy I, I can't imagine that a young lady saying her time is worth more than that well what about your time and the time is mutually spent right you just trying to take her out for a cup of coffee we need to really talk about that what are your thoughts face what are you what are you thinking i'm thinking absolutely not because we're men and black men at that know our time is not seen as as valuable it's not wow. it's not it is we, not the tables have changed if the tables were even there to begin with you know oh they I mean? were they were okay so <laughs> the the narrative changed so oh my god i tell you uh, listeners we have quite the quandary we have quite the problem these are young men that are trying to take young ladies out for a cup of coffee a frappe or whatever and they're talking about they don't have their time is worth more. I don't I'm I'm just totally oblivious to what that means. And so I want to tell you guys sitting here as well as the men, the black men in particularly that are listening that you do matter. 
it is my belief that God hasn't made anything better than the black man. And so we have to work on that. I think that this platform will start to at least um, look at the problem and start a dialogue because we are we are nothing without each other. We need each other. Um, we really do. And I think that the narrative needs to change. If you guys are feeling like you're not valued, your time is not valuable, you're, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And so we need, to, we need to work on that. And we will get some young women in here to, to talk about that. Let's talk about, let's talk about relationships. How is, how is that going? What are you guys' view about dating in this day and in this hour? Because God knows I have my view. <laughs> Well, you start, Ma. You're you're kind of like a template, if you will, for young women. And from the outside looking in, you would think that your standards are out of this world, right? But women with 25% of the success that you have have twice the amount of standards. And I mean as far as what a man should be bringing to the table, what he should look like, walk like, talk like, dress like, act like, live like. You know what I mean? Hmm. And, and it, it blows my mind. I've been told... I am boring as the day is long because I'm not out here scheming and scamming, hustling, not high all day. Like I, I get, I get that a lot because I'm only attracted to black women. They're attracted to what they're attracted to, but I'm only attracted to y'all. I'm only attracted to black women, so mm-hmm. that's just what I get. Wow. So. Well, as the elder and as your mom, I have my sons. I didn't say that in the beginning, but I have my sons here because um, ministry starts at home, right? And my sons have been taught if you can't treat a lady like a lady, then maybe that's not the person that you need to be with. But I've learned so much from them in our communication, you know, just around how to treat women. And when they come to me and say things like, mom, <laughs> these young ladies, they, they want dope boys or they want, you know, somebody out there calling them bees <laughs> and how holes and thoughts and da, 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 da. I'm like, I just can't wrap my mind around it. And so, you know, I tell them still just to keep looking, you know, stay true to who you are. Um, and if you can't be who you are with the one that you with, then maybe that's not the person that you need to be with. And so dating is difficult straight across the board because of the narratives, because of what's the belief system that's out there. You know, you have you have these beautiful rappers talking about I don't cook I don't clean and I don't you know what I'm saying you know and I have the way with all to understand that that's not that's not my reality and that's not the reality of most but that we are cooking we are cleaning we are working we are bringing home the bacon frying it up in a pan and still never letting you forget you're the man but I don't know it's it's just it's something going on it's definitely something going on see and then Social media has definitely played one of the biggest roles in in all of it. Because at home, I'm going to say right now, chivalry, it's not being taught. You know what I'm saying? You and Pops, y'all, y'all taught us, you know what I'm saying, to open the door, bump the, bump the gas, have her walk on the inside of the... Uh, that's not happening no more. Because the, the last two, three females I've, like, you know what I'm saying, talk to and date or whatnot, they did not know that they were supposed to walk on the inside of, of the sidewalk. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, wait, what? Like, yeah, I didn't know. I was like, wow, that's crazy. So, like, it's not being taught. So, so on my end, I'm like, okay, well, should I still 
do it because she doesn't know or should I just take a step back because she might feel uncomfortable by me pumping her gas, opening her door because there's a new movement that I don't... I can do it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, all right, well, if you want to do it, you could do it. I could do it. I don't got a problem with it, (laughs) but... What are you trying to say? I can't pump my own gas. I can't make my own money. I can't... Wow. Wow. And I'm just like, uh, I didn't say that, but if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. Baby girl, whoa. That is so crazy. And you guys know that it makes me very sad whenever we have these conversations. Like I said, I'm just so far removed from the nonsense. It's like I'm a self-sufficient, independent black female doing my thing, but I have need of the black man. I have need. I mean, chivalry is not dead. It's okay. It's not because you you don't open my door or... Um, pump my gas or have me walking on the inside because I can't, but because that's just the right thing to do, right? I feel safe when I'm with you, not because I can't defend myself, but because you're the man and you want to, you care about me enough to do that, to be caring, to just do, you know, it's just lost and I just don't know what needs to happen for us to find that. With you saying that, It reminds me of a quote. Somebody said, women now have focused on proving that they can do everything a man can do, that they forgot that their job is to do everything a man can't do. Yeah. Wow. That's deep. That makes sense? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. They're so focused on doing everything that we could do, Mm -hmm. they forgot that their job is the exact opposite. Wow. Exact opposite. That's deep and something to give thought to because, I, yeah, I do think that feminality has been lost. Feminality, it's, Mom? Feminality? Is it? Yes. It, is it might feminality. be a word. <laughs> it is a word, actually. It's not it femininity? Is. Am, I go, am I losing my mind? No. It's femi- <laughs> fem- femininity, feminality, yes, it is. Feminality? I, I Trust me, it is a word. I but I think you. that either one, either one has definitely been lost, right, oh, um, while doing you know what I'm saying? Being self-sufficient and independent, we've come to a place where we've usurped authority, right? So now, I, man, listen, I don't want to do. I don't want to do all that a man could do. I don't. I don't have. I don't want to do that. I don't want to break no nails. I don't want to. I don't want to do none of that. But you guys, as my sons, know that I'm out there doing my thing. You know what I mean? I I mow the grass. I take the trash. I do what I do. You know what I mean? But not because. I don't want a man to do that or I, you know what I'm saying? I'm usurping authority because there's a definitely a, there's an order in the earth in my belief. Right. And when the order goes, the order is a, it's a beautiful thing when it flows. So I want to just encourage, encourage you guys and encourage the, the men out there that are still opening doors and pumping gas to keep on doing what you're doing. Lead by example. Cause maybe somebody, I, I have to believe that somebody out there is going to appreciate uh, who you are and the way you treat them. And like I said, yeah, social media, you said social media has played a, a large part. That's nonsense. That's not real. Reality TV is not reality. Who's reality? That's made up. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's made up for folks to look at. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It's not real. It's not reality. And so, I don't know, we have so much work to do, guys. And I guess 
it starts with us, right? We'll start, we'll start talking about it. We'll start bringing people to the table and just see what happens. You know what I'm saying? We'll influence who we can influence and do the best that we can do, but we need to stay true to who we are. So, son, please keep opening doors. Please keep inviting young ladies out um, <laughs> for Starbucks or whatever it is. Um, continue to do that because that's who you are. And if she can't see that, oh, well. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Dating is difficult all the way around, though, because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm telling you. Well, I got a question for you then. Okay. As someone with way more experience than us, what's step one? What's step one that'll get us closer to bridging this gap? Because there is a huge divide. It's a big divide. What do you think? Just what do you think? What, there's no right or wrong answer because we don't know what will work, what won't work. I think doing what we're doing right now, starting the conversation starting to change the narrative. We're going to have to unlearn some things. We as elders have to be open to listen to you guys, listen to the younger generation, because you guys do bring a lot to the table. I've learned an awful lot, you know, from you guys listening. You guys think I don't listen, but I do. I talk a lot, but I listen more. And I think the beginning, this is definitely the beginning um, to to bridging that gap, you know, to being authentic and being okay with being authentically you and not changing that because of what society says or what the 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 um, culture is doing but to really just stand on your own truth stand on your own bottom and and go for it I think that that's that's the start of this a desire to want it to be better because that's this is my heart's desire. It breaks my heart when I have these conversations with you guys. I'm like, there is no way that there's not some beautiful young women out there that are doing the thing that would appreciate you guys and appreciate what you guys bring to the table. You know, it, it's hard to to ask someone to bring something to the table when all you're bringing is your appetite. It's like, come on now. So there's a definitely. A give and take, and we need to be more gentle with each other and more understanding with each other because the struggle is real and it's it's with all of us, you know. And I, that, that's that's where I'm thinking it just needs to start to just have a, a respect first of all, you know, a respect for what the other sees, feels, and thinks. That's and one that, thing we don't do mm-hmm. as black men and women. We do not give each other grace whatsoever. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Knowing what we've been through, we do not. Give each other slack at mm-hmm. all. For the younger generation, it, all, it appears that you're mad because I haven't been through the hell that you've been through. So you're mad at me, but I've been through my own hell, and it looks like what it looks like. So how about we just come together and, and you know, like I said, try and comfort each other and be on one accord with each other. <laughs> because a house divided cannot and will not stand. And when I say house, I mean a house as a community. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A house as a people. We have to come together. We have to heal and, like I said, denounce those, those narratives that tell us that we can't trust each other, we can't love on each other, we can't, you know, treat each other with honor and respect. This is a start right here, and I think is I really, I believe that this is bigger than anything we could ever imagine, you know, because we have a heart to bridge, you know. We have a heart to, and I believe that, some of the elders, some of us have failed you guys in a way that cannot right now be comprehended. And some of the younger 
adults, you know, they want to be out there doing these things with their children, which is that, that that's a whole thing as well. You know what I'm saying? I don't need these kids are saying, I don't need you to be my friend. I need you to be my parent. I need you to be my mom. I need you to be my dad. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's 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 also lost. Not in my generation, because I'm, I'm a lot older. But I think in that that next generation, it's just I don't know. I don't know. I, I just don't know. They just don't want to be. So, again, I would ask the f folks out there, are you teachable? The young people out there, are you willing to be taught? Because there are those of us that are willing to teach. And, again, we do take responsibility um, for some of the, the, the gap, right, some of that stuff. Some of the elders just, you know, how are you afraid of kids? How are you afraid of young people? You can't talk to young people if you're afraid of them. See, I think the older generation is in competition with the social media uh, because in what way? So my show tell me this, that, and the other, and then I'll go on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever, whatever, and then it and then literally it'll say if your parents do this and that, then then they don't respect you yada 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 <laughs> and i'm i'm so serious yeah. it's not even just parenting relationships mm -hmm. all that mm -hmm. like it's it's crazy that people will get on on youtube and watch people have a family like they'll like that's their platform and then people try to copy that wow. like if my relationship doesn't look like this it's not real it's not it's not it's not genuine and that's one thing that i had to low-key deal with like oh if you don't post me on social media or if you don't swipe up on my snapchat story then you don't think i'm attractive this and that yada 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 and i'm like social media isn't a real place i'll show you off in in person in front of the the, the entire world but because social media people i don't even know or care about i gotta so it's yeah. Yeah. Wow, I appreciate that. Thank you so much for your honesty and your transparency. So that that's it. That's that's the thing. That's the thing. You're looking to something that's not real. It's smoke and it's mirrors. And I judged that it was designed that way. <laughs> it was designed that way to keep you to keep us under their thumb, right? Whoever they are. I'm not going to, you know, get into that, right? But it it appears that we are trying to adhere to something that's not real. So they still have control, right? Mm -hmm. You're controlling the narrative. And we have to step back and, and, and create our own story, right? Write our own story. Create mm -hmm. our own narrative as opposed to allowing someone else. What? How you how is this relationship goals? How is this? You know what I'm and saying? You don't what? know these people. You don't know the relationship that they're. Mm -hmm. You don't know what's going on at their house. How is that relationship? I always wondered. I forgot that. what YouTuber it was or yada yada yada. But their whole relationship was fake. Like they were on the news and everything. Like they were the most unhappy couple. But they faked being happy. For the money, for, for, for social media, uh, and then I'm like, see, this is what this, social media does not matter. 
did you see? Did you? I forget his name. Light skinned dude on TikTok. Right, every single one of his videos, he's bashing other men. Right, like you broke dudes this, you broke dudes that, yada yada yada. If you can't buy her a Birkin, leave a bunch her alone. Of tattoos. Yeah, yeah. If you can't buy her a Birkin bag. Don't talk to her like a Birkin bag's like thirty grand, mm-hmm. mind you, mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. If you can't pay her bills for the next <laughs> six months, leave her. So, but yeah. come to find out, he been beating his girlfriend up for the past. Mm-hmm. He he didn't got. All these domestic mm-hmm. violence cases mm-hmm. going on, but this is who women are taking their advice from. Women hear that and say, "Yeah, yeah." If you can't do this for me, you can't do that for me. Why do I need you? Type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely on us too. Yeah, yeah, I could. Yeah. Wow. Well, guys, it blows my mind. It blows right. my mind. We have a lot of work to do, guys. But it starts here, and I think we have a a great start, and we're going to keep on talking. We're going to keep on trying to bridge that gap and repair the breach because it's necessary. We need this to survive, right, as a people. We need this to survive. We need to get this together because we are tribal people. It's in our DNA to be there one for another. We've been taught that. It's better me, my foreign, no more. But that's not sustainable. So that's a lie. That's a narrative that we need to get out of our heads. Wow. I wanted to talk a little bit also about, and so this is an ongoing conversation. I don't want um, the folks out there listening to think that this is a one-off. We're gonna be we're gonna be talking about this subject weekly. Um, I want to hear back from you guys. I want to hear what you think, what you see, what you're feeling, and how you could contribute to. Bridging the gap. Bridging the gap and repairing the breach. Absolutely. But are we teachable? And yes, and the I question have is been trying to Do you are believe we, that you're teachable? as a whole? I, we we have such a diverse group from the eighties. They're nothing like us born in the nineties. They're nothing like us. They're completely different. Mm-hmm. And even kids born in early nineties to the mid nineties, completely different. Mm-hmm. Everything's different from the way that we were raised is different. Even the cartoons we watched is different. Mm-hmm. Everything. Are we teachable, Dom? What do you, what do you mm-hmm. as a whole? That's like a nice earlier, chunk of people. Yes, but to say we're and all teachable, absolutely uh, not. <laughs> but I'll say that it's like sports, and you, you know, what I'm saying the kid who takes the constructive criticism, the the best is going to be. You know, saying better off, and then the kid who's you know saying the troublemaker, the hardhead, mm-hmm. you know, saying a couple years down the road, you see him on the side begging. So like that's. But let me take some accountability here, right? I'm not trying to put all the blame on women as a whole or black women as a whole. Mm-hmm. What I will say is, from the time black boys are tiny, all they hear is, excuse my French, but niggas ain't shit. Niggas never was shit. Niggas ain't never gonna be shit. Your daddy wasn't shit. Your uncle wasn't shit. Your grandpa wasn't shit. Right? This is what mm-hmm. a lot. And not my mom, but this is mama saying this. This is auntie saying this. This is all the women who are in that black boy's life to protect him and he's supposed to protect. That's who he's hearing this from. Mm-hmm. Right? But 
again, not on them. At a certain point, we did as a whole start to feed into that. Like, well, you know mm-hmm. what? I I might as well. I might as well go sell this. Mm. I might as well skip school today. I might as well do what I want to do because grandpa wasn't shit. Daddy wasn't shit. <laughs> Uncle wasn't. But then and you excuse think about, my French again. Right, but then you, you just said something. Pardon, I hope I didn't interrupt. No. When do we as individuals take responsibility. You know, I'm a therapist, right? So I understand our struggle, right? We are consistently, we over 500 years, we have been oppressed, depressed, stepped on. White supremacy is real, systematically. We deal with this stuff. So we are all hurting. We have to heal, but it's time to take responsibility for our own right there's got to be something innate right in us that does not believe that you're not this that or the other thing you guys never heard that but I understand that we're talking about as a whole now Mm -hmm. and so I'm not taking it personal but I'm saying at some point at some point you have to take responsibility for what you see think and believe and absolutely discard those narratives that have been spoken about you. I just believe that there's something in eight, there's something inside of us that speaks to that, that says, no, it's not that. And then you have to have the courage and the wherewithal to challenge those things, right? And not everybody does, and I get it. Again, we are a broken people. Yeah, and We are a broken people, but at some point, like, you just have to take, a look, an inside look or inside journey, you know, to get into a better place and understanding that those are lies. Those are not, those do not apply to me. My biggest thing was because it didn't apply to me, I had a hard time believing that it was so. Like, you know, you guys would tell me stuff and I'd be like, there is no way. Like, <laughs> like no, like, there's a bunch of beautiful black young females. You know what I'm saying? I can't believe that. But then I had to think like, okay, Tanya, no, there are some women. But again, taking some accountability, I can see why, again, as a whole, black women could be tired of us. Be kind of like, you know what? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I get it. So there's really no safe place for a black man wow you know what i'm saying and what i mean by that is if we i'm not i'm not saying me but just like as a whole you know what i'm saying like if we have a a, a problem with anything if we go to our our mom eh, she, you're you're something something you're probably high go go away da, 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 da. If, if we go to our homeboy man bro Stop, bro. Stop being a... a, Soft, bro. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yada, yada, yada. So, like, who do we tell? Wow. If we we have a a problem, you know what I'm saying? So, it's like, well, if I tell somebody, they're not going to give me a solution. They're not going to give me the critical criticism that I need to fix what I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying, then? That's another thing. Like most black men are disconnected with their emotions as a whole. You know what I'm saying. So that's one thing that you know what I'm saying affects the relationship between 
the black man and the black woman. You know what I'm saying? Because, for example, look at at uh, BET. You know what I'm saying? Black girls rock. There's not that kind of platform for the black man. No, no matter how high you go, how how low you go, it's wow. just it's just kind of you know what I'm saying. It's just, it's just wow. Us. You know what I'm saying? It's just oh, us. Um, yeah. Wow. Wow. So this is what, I, man, this is, I, like I said in the beginning, this is bigger than anything that I could have ever imagined. This is the beginning of something something really big. So what I want to do is create a space. And I'm all in my head right now just by what you just said. So I'm committed and willing to create a space that men can come to. Right. And just just talk, just be, be vulnerable, be whatever it is that you need to be in that space without being judged, a safe mm-hmm. space. I'm willing to do that. Or you guys can create that space, create a space that you need Down. because that that is what's needed. So I'm I'm also I'm charging the both of you to create a space. That's safe for young men to come to. And just be. And who knows, like I said, where that's going to go. I know you, son, have just experienced losing a friend of yours to suicide. Um, Suicide rates are on the rise amongst black men and particularly young men. And it is just mind-blowing. So just tell us quickly, how are you dealing with that? And then we'll get back to the charge about what we're going to do to create a space that's safe for young men in particularly. Well, I mean, I'm dealing with it pretty, pretty well, you know, saying that as well as I can. But there's a lot of stressors nowadays. Mm-hmm. I feel like a little bit more so compared to to the past. Mm-hmm. Just from like, like the job availability, you know, what I'm saying how much you make, how much everything costs, working in general, you know, what I'm saying, and then th- this whole Corona thing too. Mm-hmm. That's that's playing a big mm-hmm. part. You know, what I'm saying like this is the second year in a row where I've lost a friend to to suicide, and then mm-hmm. I've always been like, yo, if you need to talk, you know, what I'm saying, I mean, I'm here, you know, what I'm saying, but. I can say that, but if you don't want help, you know what I'm saying, you're not going to seek it. So, I mean, overall, you know what I'm saying, I'm, I've been around friends, you know what I'm saying, Talk, talking, just enjoying other people's company. So that's, that's been keeping my mind, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And so the, it sounds like maybe those young men didn't feel like there was a, a space for them as well, just like you just said, that they, they didn't have a – a safe space, which is it's a travesty. It's just it's just crazy. But like I said, we're gonna do we're gonna start we're gonna start this movement, a space where young black men can come, a safe space where they can come and just be. And whether that's just men or if they wanna invite women in when they want to, whatever, whatever it is that you guys need, you need to be vocal about that. And let's make that happen. Let's make that happen. Because I don't want to see another young black man kill himself for whatever reason. It's such a yeah, man. It's, it's, 
it's just hard for me. And you guys know why, because I've given my life's work to to the community, to young people, to fostering and empowering young men and women to be all that they can be. And I don't know. And then I just want to add on to the safe, uh, the safe place. Like mm-hmm. most of the people that that like I've seen struggle with like like depression and all that mm-hmm. is usually once they retire from sports. You, you know what I'm saying? Like sports, that was their therapeutic, you know what I'm saying? Sports, that was their, their getaway, you know what I'm saying? Like I could go to practice for these two hours. You know, it's like that's what I look forward to. So then once the sports stop, it's just like, dang, I'm just here. I don't got nothing to look for except for work. You know what I'm saying? Work, home, work, home. But, you know what I'm saying? So without, you know, sports, a lot of people struggle well that's your wheelhouse son because you you were a um a scholarship attendee to a uh a prominent university and so who better to speak to that and so like i said i'm charging i'm charging both of you guys with the charge to to create that space and you know i'm here for support anything that i can do i will do you know what i mean to get this space developed so and created for what you need, for what you guys need. And you know that there's a need because that was you, right? Mm -hmm. And, yeah, so this is where it starts, guys. This is where it starts. The charge has started. Well, we want to just thank everyone for tuning in. Thank you, thank you. Um, We will be here. We'll be here weekly to to talk about these issues. You guys keep your ears and your eyes open for a safe space for um, young men to come together and to just be. And whatever that looks like will be what you guys need it to look like. There'll be therapists. There'll be people on hand to to deal with any issues that might come up. Um, So I'm really excited about that. I'm excited about it's about us living your life on purpose with Tanya because there's a this is time for that, right? Share this podcast, click tag, share. Like, we would like, love like, to like. have you. Yes, subscribe. like it, subscribe. Come on in. We're doing a great work, and it's nothing without you. We need you, each and every one of you, because we're doing it for us. It's about us. So long we've been taught that, and we've heard that it's not about you. It's well, who is it about? So I beg to differ that it is about you, it's about me, and yes, it's about us. So until next time, have a wonderful day on purpose. <laughs>